Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shalom. Come on in, everybody. It is Tuesday night. We're going to do a quick preview of tomorrow night's Bible study at Harvest Church. It's going to be amazing on campus in Denver at nine o'clock, or excuse me, seven o'clock mountain and online everywhere uh, around America, across the world, uh, nine o'clock, that's East Coast time. Come on in. We're on TikTok over here. We're on Instagram over here. Just those two platforms tonight. Make sure when you come in, speak to me. Let me know where you are watching from. And we use this word at Harvest often called shalom. It's a Hebrew word. It, uh, it means peace, but it means more than peace. It literally means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. So every time you speak that word, whoever you say that word to, you are literally prophesying that to them. You are telling them nothing is missing in your life. You are telling them nothing is lacking, nothing is broken, and all is well. Come on in tonight. Listen, I pray that your day has been amazing. Tampa, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Come on in. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from on both the talk and the IG. Let's go. Jersey, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Make sure you share over here over on TikTok. Lake Charles, Louisiana, come on, let's go. A Centennial, Denver, good to see you. Let me just say, uh, I am super excited. We only have two more messages, three more messages left in our series, Stop. That's the series we've been in all this month at Harvest. I preach and teach in series because I want you to see results in your life. And so we spend typically a month in the summer. I'll spend two months. Um, it just depends, but typically at least a month on one particular subject matter, making sure that you understand it. My goal as a shepherd is to make sure that the people that I lead, to make sure that the people that I speak life into, that they are, um, that they get results in their lives. Thornton, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Come on, TikTok. Need y'all to share, 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 share. Um, so listen, this series is called Stop because there's some things that you must stop so that God can start. And uh, Sunday's message, oh my God, Sunday's message was called Stop Saying It's Not Easy. It was amazing. Can I encourage you to go back and watch it or listen to it in our app? How do you get that? Text the word Harvest to the phone number 877 Central Park. Good to see you. 877 Five five two four seven four six. Can I get you to put that on each platform? Um, text the word Harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, we'll shoot you a text right away, show you how to get our app. The word was amazing. I am still um, feasting off of it. It was amazing. Um, hey, Atlanta, good to see you over here. Um, so let me say this. I definitely encourage you to get the app so that you can watch the word be a part of it, get the um, get the podcast, all of that. Both of them were amazing, the 9.15 and the 11.15, all right? In that message, we were talking about um, how the, uh, the reality is um, that sometimes, uh, and I talked to you about fools, and the reality is sometimes um, that we can operate in insanity. And insanity, watch me, um, is when you consistently and constantly pick the wrong emotion at the wrong time. When you consistently and constantly pick the wrong emotion 
at the right time. Uh, and sometimes you have to tell yourself that this situation is not the time. Thank you for those prayers. This situation is not the time for that emotion. Um, and we talked about the definitions of insanity. One, a severely disordered mind, which means you do the right things, but you do them in the wrong order. It is the equivalent of you um, getting a cake mix and putting the full box of cake mix in the oven before you put the eggs in, before you put the milk, before you put the oil, etc. What happens, and I don't even know if you put milk in, that tells you I don't even know how to cook, I don't know how to make cakes, but you understand what I'm saying. You cannot get mad that you do not get the right results because you did the right things, but you did them out of order. My prayer for you is that you live a life that's in order so that you will see results. Listen to me. God does not bless anything that is out of order. In fact, in the garden, what is the, uh, in, in Genesis, what did the Bible say? The Bible said, somebody says you can, depending on the cake. I guess you can't put milk in cakes. Listen, the Bible says in Genesis, the first thing the Lord did is that he said, let there be light. Stop. Light does not mean the sun and the moon. God did not create the sun and the moon and the stars until later on in Genesis. When he said, let there be light, he was saying, let there be himself. He is the light. He was saying, watch me, let there be order. God says, before I step into anything, I need there to be order. And for some of you all, you got to hear me. The reason that you're experiencing some of the challenges that you are is because things are out of order. You have a disordered approach to life, a disordered approach to relationships, a disordered approach to finances, a disordered approach to family, your approach is out of order. And whenever it's out of order, you will say, but I'm doing everything right. No, you're not. You're not doing it in order. That is the equivalent. And you're talking about, I'm washing my clothes and you put them in the dryer first. Guess what? All you're going to do is have stanking clothes that are hot. You're going to have hot stanking clothes. Why? You did not follow the proper order. You got to hear me. We live in a culture today where people say, well, I'm going to do it my way. And, and guess what? Then guess what? Then you're responsible for the results. God is not. The second definition of insanity is an unsoundness of mind. It's where you lack the ability to understand that prevents you from having the capacity. Pay attention. Uh, the definition of insanity here means you don't understand what's really going on. So because of a lack of understanding, you lack the capacity to enter a relationship, a status, or a transaction. Let's talk. For many people, um, you met people in stages of their life when they were functional, uh, 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 functioning in insanity. But they constantly and consistently pick the wrong emotion at the wrong time. So what happens if you enter into a relationship with someone that is functioning in insanity? They're going to constantly pick the wrong emotion at the wrong time. Let me prove it to you. They would take out something on you that had nothing to do with you. They would get frustrated with you. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. And it had nothing to do with you. They would love who hate them, who hated them, and then hate who loved them. And you gotta understand this principle: is the uh, you literally lack the capacity to enter into a relationship. You have to be careful when you are picking the wrong emotion at the wrong time. Watch me, because you will begin to bond with people because of your trauma. Let's talk. 
You'll begin to bond with people because of your issues, because of your challenges. Uh, TikTok, I need you to share. You'll begin to bond. Instagram, I need you to share. Use the triangle at the bottom. You'll begin to bond with people. Watch me. Because you're lonely. So you'll pick the wrong emotion at the wrong time, but you don't even have the capacity to enter into a relationship because you are picking not based off a of principle. You are picking based on the fact that you want to be uh, with somebody. It says you lack the capacity to enter relationship or a status. What does that mean? It means you begin to make life changes, but you're making them not off a of principle. You're making them because you're emotional. Can I help some of you all? Do not make big decisions in life on the heat and in the height of emotions. Sometimes what you need to do is step back, go pray, sit down somewhere, and then look at it again. You will quit before you're supposed to because you're emotional. You will start, but you were never supposed to start because you're emotional. Uh, you will move when you were not supposed to move because you're emotional. Y'all better talk to me. Uh, you will stay somewhere. You're not supposed to stay. Because you're emotional. Uh, you will make a job change when you're not supposed to because you're emotional. You will go back to school when you don't even like school because you are emotional. You won't go back to school because you're emotional. You got to listen to what I'm saying. It says when you're insanity, what is this? You pick the wrong emotion at the wrong time, constantly and consistently, constantly and consistently. It says you do not have the capacity to enter to a transaction. What does that mean? You have no business buying a car, buying a house. Um, some of you all watch me. Let's talk. And I say this with love, not judgment. You will use retail therapy. You will go buy stuff to make you feel better. Why? You picked the wrong emotion at the wrong time. How many of you can be honest? Wave at me. Well, you have bought things simply because you were emotional. Wave at me. You will pick the, you will do the wrong thing simply because you are emotional. You will go spend thousands of dollars on stuff because you're emotional. You will get on Amazon and send Jeff Bezos and them all your money because you are emotional. You'll go shopping because you're emotional. You gotta hear me. You have, your prayer has to be, Lord, give me the grace to pick the right emotion at the right time that will help me to move forward. Come on, y'all. Open your mouth and pray with me. Lord, give me the grace to pick the right emotion at the right time that will help me to move forward. The Apostle Paul in the book of Acts, he goes before this king. The king's name is Agrippa. Paul is literally in chains. He's a prisoner and he's a prisoner who is unjustly accused. They got him locked up and they would not let him out for no, watch me, for no legit charges. Paul gets before the king. And when he gets before the king, TikTok, when he gets before the king, Instagram, do you know what happens? Uh, uh, Paul says, today, I think myself happy. Stop. Paul said, I'm in front of a man that has the power to get me where I want. So this is not the time. This is not the place for me to be crying. This is not the time. This is not the place for me to be tripping. This is not the time. This is not the place for me to have an attitude. Um, this is not the time. This is not the place for me to be talking about, well, ain't nobody ever done me right. Don't nobody do this for me. You know what I mean? This is not the time for that emotion. Can I get you to speak that over your own life? I think myself happy, which means I pick the emotion that's going to help me to move forward. And if it's not helping me move forward, I'm not doing it. Look at me. Do not let people pull you into their 
Insanity, because they picked the wrong emotion at the wrong time. You're not pulling me into that. Don't pull me into your mess. Don't pull me into your drama. Don't pull me into your instability. No, this is not the time for that. I think myself happy. Come on. I think myself prosperous. I think myself blessed. I think myself joyful. I think myself encouraged. You got to hear me. Here's the last definition of insanity. What is insanity? When you constantly and consistently pick the wrong emotion at the wrong time, it means to be foolish. And I taught you there's a few definitions of fool in the Bible. And one of those definitions is a petty fool, P-E-T-I. Now listen, not petty like P-E-T-T-Y, petty, P-E-T-I. It's a Hebrew word. It's the biblical language of the Old Testament. Stay with me. Proverbs 132, share over here on TikTok, share over here on Instagram. If you're just coming in, let me know where you're watching from. We're only on these two platforms tonight. A petty fool, uh, watch me, is found in Proverbs 132. Here's what it says. For the simple are killed by their turning away. What does this mean? Their inconsistency. He said, your inconsistency will kill you. Pay attention right now. Uh, many people start, but they don't have the consistency to follow through. Can I get you to speak this over yourself? I follow through. Come on, speak that over yourself. Hey, Nolans, I follow through. It is not enough to just start things. You have got to be the kind of person that when you start, you finish. When you start, you finish. When you start, you finish. When you begin, you see things through to the end. And secondly, hey, Florida. And secondly, look at the next part of the verse. For the simple are killed by their turning away, which means their inconsistency. And listen, the complacency of fools destroys them. Shut up. I don't mean that literally. I mean, it's good. He says, when you get complacent, that will destroy you. Everybody look at me. You're doing amazing. You're doing better now than you've ever done before. You are smart. You are intelligent. What that girl said in the help? You is kind. You is smart. You is important. That's from a movie. You are blessed. You are wise. But you got to hear what I am saying. You ready? If you are complacent, here's what you're saying. You have an uninformed self-satisfaction. If you still have a pulse, God still has a plan. Look at me. You have not arrived. I need you to type that on the screen. I know you balling, but you have not arrived. A tornado in New Orleans. Father, we cover New Orleans right now. And we pray for a swift end to that severe weather in Jesus' name. Come on. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me very carefully. Um... You are amazing, but you have not arrived. This is not your end. This is not as high as it gets for you. Look at me. This is not your zenith. This is not your apex. You have not arrived. I need you to type this on the screen, TikTok and Instagram. There's more. Come on, y'all. There's more. There's more for you to accomplish. There's more for you to do. There's more for you to make happen. You have not arrived. One of the biggest tools the enemy uses, because watch me, the Bible says that your inconsistency and your complacency, it will kill you and destroy you. Look at me. Look at me. Nowhere in there does it say anything about the devil. Does it say anything about your generational curses? Look at me. Does it say anything about your hater? If you fail in accomplishing what God sent you to the earth to do, can I tell you whose father will be? You. And I don't know about you. I am not standing in front of God and telling him, well, I didn't get it done because my cousin him, because my mama him, because my daddy him, because this one, because this person, because this person. I'm not going to give him an excuse. Mm. 
There is more. There is more. There is more. You cannot get complacent. There is my pleasure. There is more. I know you're an amazing mom, but mama, there's more. I know you're an amazing father, but father, there's more. I know you're a great leader, but there is more. Complacency is uninformed self-satisfaction. Now listen, none of us should be arrogant, but none of us should be arrogant. None of us, none of us, none of us should be arrogant. But can I be honest with you? It's a crazy thing to see people who are arrogant and basic. Wave at me if you know somebody that's prideful and arrogant. They just, they just, they just look down on everybody else. Watch me. And you like, you are basic. Come on. Let's just be honest. Wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. You look at certain people, you like, look. Okay, you are way too basic to be that arrogant. You are way too average to be arrogant. None of us should be arrogant. But dang, if you're going to be arrogant, Jesus Christ, at least be amazing. At least be excellent. How are you going to be basic and arrogant? Those two don't match. Jesus. It is an uninformed self-satisfaction. Can I tell you how this thing can slip in and you not know it? When You ready? Let me give you some examples. When you get corrected and you fight to defend yourself instead of take the correction, you, you're, you're complacent. I know I just dropped the bomb. I know I just dropped the bomb. When you get corrected and you fight to defend what you did, notice two different things, you're complacent. You're complacent. When you fight to defend yourself, you are presuming that you were attacked. That's complacency. When you fight to defend what you did, that's complacency. See, when you get corrected and correction flows down, I'm not talking about something coming up. That's called anarchy. When correction tries to flow up, that's called anarchy. I'm talking about it coming down. If correction comes down from one who sits in a seat above you, when you fight to defend yourself or fight to defend what you did, you are complacent. I know I just dropped two big old bombs right there. Boom, 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 huh? Didn't I drop it? Why? Because at the end of the day, correction is protection. Correction is proof of love. And I see many people who, when they get corrected, they want to work. I'm like, you complacent joker, you. This is why you can't be used to do more than what you're doing because you're complacent. You're supposed you take the correction and you keep it moving. It's quiet right there. You are complacent. You ready? When your prayers do not, you ready for me? Do not even challenge you. Do not even challenge you. What do you mean by that, Bishop? You're praying basic prayers. You're not even asking God for stuff. You're asking God for stuff you could do. You're not even asking him for something that's in the realm of the supernatural. You're asking him for stuff you could make happen. You've gotten complacent. And for some of you all, I need your prayer to go to a whole nother level. Joe, uh, uh, Joshua asked the Lord. Just somebody said, I know a lot of people that need to hear this. Share this thing tonight. Text this thing tonight. Uh, Joshua in the Bible Joshua, he was whooping his enemies. They were beating their enemies down. And do you know what Joshua did? Joshua asked God to do something that had never been done before. Joshua said, Lord, let the sun stand still so I can keep beating the heads of these enemies. He said, let me whoop them down. Let me tear the club up. Listen, he said, let me take them out. I've never seen you stop the sun. I have never seen anyone else. The Bible says a day had not happened like that since. Can I tell you, 
But Joshua prayed thousands of years ago is still in effect today. What do you mean, Bishop? It's called a leap year. That extra day, that extra day is the day Joshua created. If you don't talk to me in these comments, if you don't talk to me in these comments, TikTok, I need you to share. Instagram, I need you to share. Literally, you've gotten complacent when your prayers don't even challenge you. Your pray watch me. Can I be honest with you? Some of your prayers are boring. And I say this with love. Lord, just, you know, I just want to thank you, Lord. I just, you know, Lord, just, you know, this Lord, just keep on blessing me, Lord. And just, you know, if you don't ask for something huge, if you don't ask for something amazing, if you don't ask for something huge, he is the God that specializes in the impossible. Yet we are asking him for the possible. Can I get you to say this? Pray this and type this. Lord, don't let my prayers be complacent. Mm. Lord, don't let our prayers be complacent. Don't let us grow complacent in our prayers. I'm not trying to bore that man. I don't want to bore you. Uh, listen, I'm not trying to bore the Lord with my prayers. He's like, oh, God, here he go. Hmm. I don't want heaven to listen to me pray and be like, he ain't even asking for nothing. Who's the, who else is talking? Don't let my play prayers be complacent. Can I tell you why some of you all um, don't pray big prayers? You ready? It's because you don't want to be disappointed. Here's why some of you don't pray them. It's because you scared to even ask. I pray that that muzzle would come off of your mouth. I pray you'd ask for the impossible. I pray you'd ask for the impossible. I pray you'd ask for the impossible. I pray you ask for the unreachable. I pray you'd ask for what you never thought you'd ask for. You gotta hear what I'm saying, all right? Look at verse, uh, Proverbs 132. For the simple are killed by their turning away, their inconsistency and the complacency of fools destroys them, destroys them. Not the devil, not the enemy, not their enemies, not their mama and them, not their generational curses, their inconsistency and their complacency. Um, and I said this to you on Sunday, stop saying it's easy. It's only difficult. What's the it, Bishop, whatever you're dealing with? It's only difficult because you haven't decided. And I showed you a woman in Mark chapter five and baby girl was not, you gotta hear me. She was not complacent. She was not complacent. She was not complacent. I dare 50 of y'all between these two platforms. Just type this. I got you over here, uh, Candy, uh, Candy Jam. I got you. Hear me. I just need you to speak this. I will not be complacent. I will not be complacent. I will not be complacent. And Mark chapter five, I introduced you to this woman. And for many of you, you met her, but predicated uh, before, I've taught on her before, but predicated upon where you meet someone, it determines how you view that person. Some people met you in the middle of a valley, so they see you as a person in the valley. They haven't seen you in a winning state. Some people met you when you were winning. They didn't see you when you were losing. Some people met you when you were celebrating. They didn't see you when you were crying. Some people met you uh, when you were going through transition. They didn't see you when you triumphed. So predicated upon where you meet someone, it determines how you view that person that you meet. Hear me? We meet this woman while Jesus is on his way to a man named J. Iris's house. J. Iris has a 12-year-old daughter who is ill, and her illness literally takes her out. Um, and in that, Jesus goes, he's on his way to J. Iris's house. Pay attention. 
He is not thinking about a woman with an issue of blood. The Bible says it's a certain woman, which the, the use of the word certain means there was something about her that kept her from being like everybody else. Look at me. You are a certain type of woman. You are a certain type of man. You are a certain type of Christian. You're not like everybody else. Look at me. And I don't need you to be like everybody else. See, watch me. The reason it says certain was to make sure that you knew that she was not complacent. Come on. I just need you to drop a one on the screen. I'm not one. I'm not one that ain't like everybody else and don't want to be. Normal is not an accomplishment. Average is not an accomplishment. Being like everybody else is not an accomplishment. Stay with me. I need you to share over here on TikTok. I need you to share over here on, um, on um, uh, IG. I'm, I'm that one. A certain woman, Bible says, had a flow of blood for 12 years. Now, if you were to study this, you would understand that the woman, according to Torah, the first five books of the Bible, um, we know how she got the flow. She got the flow because of an inappropriate sexual relationship she had with a man. And one of the consequences of that would be that one of the curses that came with that was that you could get an uncontrollable flow, a hemorrhage of blood that would not stop. Pay attention. Uh, if we wanted to go really deep, you could look at this from a medical perspective and you could even look at this and say she perhaps, she perhaps had contracted something from this relationship. You have to be careful. Please hear me and hear me with love. You have to be careful. The people that you allow close to you and you have to be very careful with you ready with the people you lay down with. Because you may, watch me, you may get up and you may get up without a sexually transmitted disease, but you may get up with a spiritually transmitted disease. Y'all better talk to me tonight. Let's go. So 12 years ago, she met this man. And she, when she met this man, she slept with this man. And when she slept with this man, her life was never the same for 12 years after that. Here's what's deep. Here's what's deep. He's gone. She still got the issue. He's gone. She still has the problem. How many of you, there are people who they're gone, but they left you with an issue to clean up. They are gone, but they left you with a problem to fix. They have moved on to something else, but you are still picking up the pieces. I need for you to hear me that even if you made some mistakes, here's what I love about this story is that God is about to help you pick up the pieces. God is about to help you pick up the pieces. He's about to come help you clean this mess up. Oh my God, the cleanup crew is on the way. Here's what I love about him is that he didn't condemn her for her mistakes. He didn't condemn her for the relationship. He did not condemn her for what happened. He helped her clean it up. I need you to release a praise on both platforms because we all have made some mistakes. We all have done some stupid, crazy, wild, ridiculous, ratchet things, but God, if you know you have a but God testimony, I just need you to put a praise on this chat tonight right there. Go. Put a praise on that chat right there. Go, go, go. Put a praise on that chat. Because the enemy will try to tell you, you messed up. You screwed up. God don't love you. God ain't what you tell him to shut the heck up. Tell him to stop. <laughs> People will try to tell you, well, you know, you messed up. This ain't going to get better. Mm -mm, stop that. Stop that. Mm -mm. God is a God that convicts us. He is not a God that condemns. 
condemns us. What's the difference? Conviction means you're so much better. Condemnation tries to push you down and say you are less than. Here we go. The Bible says she had suffered many things from many physicians. The people who were supposed to help her, they ended up making it worse. And the Bible says that she grew no better. In fact, she grew worse. She grew worse. Everything she did to try to fix it, it did not work. How many of us can be honest in life that there are things we tried to do to fix something um, and what we tried to do to fix it actually made it worse? Wave at me. Things that we tried to do to make something better that actually made it worse. Things that we tried to do to improve something that made it worse. You thought getting married to the person was going to make it better, it made it worse. Y'all ain't talking. You thought having a baby with the person was going to make it better, it made it worse. You thought uh, uh, um, trying to do this, that, and the other was going to make it better, and it didn't. It made it worse. It made it worse. It made it worse. All right? Um, you thought going to counsel was going to fix it. It made it worse. And really, it didn't make it worse. It just revealed that it was never good. Let's talk. Here we go. Verse 27. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Now, where is Jesus on his way to? Jairus' house. Who was not on his agenda? This woman. Who was he not thinking about? This woman. But what did this woman do? This woman touched him. He never touched her. Y'all, I can run again like I did on Sunday. This is so good to me. Some of you all are waiting on God to do something. And God says, that's not even on my agenda. If you want to see that happen, you're going to have to make that happen. We know because later on, he says, your faith made you well. I didn't plan on healing you. You're not on my agenda. You, you are not on my agenda. You, I ain't even looking your direction. Look at me. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind them. Stop. Let me ask you this question. What are you listening to? Because faith comes by hearing. You want to know what this tells me? She had a circle around her that was trying to help her get healed. Question. Do you have pallbearers or armor bearers around you? Oh, I feel like going up. They dress the same. A pallbearer is carrying a, a, a body. An armor bearer is protecting a body. And a a pallbearer, hear me, is, is, is carrying a body. An armor bearer is protecting a body. Watch me. Some of you say, I see a comment says, but I have no one. Mm -mm, watch me. Who, who are the influences that are in your ear? Who are you listening to? For some of you on this social media, you got to be careful because you're literally listening to Paul Bears because everything they say is death and death. You get, listen, this is me. This is me. I don't listen. My late bishop before he passed, I, I, I didn't I don't have a bunch of voices that I'm feasting from and listening to because I'm assigned to somebody. I listen to who I'm assigned to. I don't have a bunch of voices. Some of y'all are so confused because you got 40 million voices that you're listening to. You have 40 million people that they, well, you should do this, well, you should do this, well, you should do this. The Bible says, he, Jeremiah 3.15, it gives you a shepherd after his own heart. When you got 40 million voices that you're listening to, you're going to be very confused. And you say, well, I don't have anybody. Mm -mm. You got somebody on that social media that's feeding you. Some of the things I have heard people say, I'm like, oh my God, that's not Bible. And just because it gets likes and shares and it's popular doesn't mean that God is with it. Don't think that, trust me, 
Jesus was only popular to the people he was popular to. He wasn't celebrated until he was dead. Dr. King, let's go there. Dr. King was not celebrated when he was alive. They said that he was a race baiter and he was stirring up division. And they only celebrated him when he died. He was not popular when he was alive. Jesus said, woe unto you if everybody speaks well of you. I'm just saying. Ooh who are you listening to? Who are you listening to? Faith comes by hearing. Whatever you hear repeatedly, you will eventually believe. 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 Who are you listening to? You ready? Some of you all are listening to yourselves. Oh my God. And your mind seeks information to confirm what you already believe. This is why, let's talk. This is why when the word is being preached, it should not only comfort you, it should not only give confirmation, but you ready? But it ought to cut you too. It ought to convict you and make you say, woo-wee, 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 woo-wee. The Bible says the word is a sword. It ain't no butter knife. The word is a sword. It's not a butter knife. A sword is designed to cut and to stick. Bam, boom. Bam, boom. If it ain't bamming and booming, then what you're getting is a bunch of... Listen, let's go. She heard about Jesus and she came behind him in the crowd. Now, there's a whole bunch of people around Jesus. Where's Jesus going? Jairus's house, who is not on his agenda. This certain woman. Who is he not thinking about? This certain woman. And what ends up happening? TikTok, show over here on TikTok. What ends up happening? The Bible says, let's go. Um, that in verse 28, for she said, if I can only touch his clothes, I shall be made well. If I can only touch his clothes, I shall be made well. This is so awesome. I invited my cousin to church with me last Sunday and she uh, decided to recommit her heart to the Lord. Awesome. Praise God for that. Over here on TikTok. I love it. It says, and when she, hear me, and when she heard about Jesus, watch me. She said, if only I can touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Where did she get that from? And Mark 3 and 10 is where she got that from. Look, I did 3 and 10. <laughs> and Mark 3 and 10. That's where she got it from. Bible says all who had diseases pressed around him to touch him. So somebody was watching. Somebody heard. They didn't have social media. They didn't have news. They didn't have Christian television. They didn't have YouTube. They didn't have none of that. Somebody saw, somebody touched his clothing. And when they touched his clothing, they got healed. So they run and tell her, their friend, child, do you know people are touching this man and getting healed? So watch me, after 12 years of disappointment, 12 years of nothing going right, 144 months, 4,380 days, 105,120 hours, 6,307,200 minutes, 378,432,000 seconds. After 12 years, 
she still says, Roshabaya, she still says, I believe this can change. Why? She wasn't complacent. Look at me. Some of you have began to accept things that you are not supposed to accept. I need you to say this. It won't always be like this. Come on. Come on. Come on. It won't always be like this. It won't always be so challenging. It won't always be so difficult. It won't always be so frustrating. It won't always be like this. It won't. You cannot begin to accept what is supposed to be amended. You cannot begin to be complacent when you are supposed to pursue change. I love it. You got to be aggressive. This, she was aggressive. She said, oh, no. She says, you know what? If I can't get to him in the front, that's all right. I'll pull up behind him. Look at me. Have you gotten so complacent that you won't even do what's necessary for change? Oh, wow. Let's talk. Have you gotten so complacent that you won't even do what's necessary for change? Because she could have said, there's going to be a lot of people there. And when she got there, it's a lot of people trying to get to Jesus. I'll just see them next time. Are you nuts? There may not be a next time. There may not be a next time. I see somebody making reference to the scripture from the Old Testament about touching the hem of his garment. The Bible doesn't say that she was a Hebrew. The Bible says she was a certain woman. So she may or may not have known that. But Mark 3.10 is when she heard about it. But, but good reference, though. Good reference. But that's not specific and explicit in the text. Here we go. Here we go. She said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. 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 Here we go. Comfort and change cannot exist in the same place. Comfort and change cannot exist in the same place. Good reference though. Comfort and change cannot exist in the same place. You ready? Here we go. I said this to you on Sunday. Stop saying it's not easy. Why, Bishop? Job 22 and 28 shows you how to make everything simple. You ready? It says you will also decide a thing and decree a thing. Number one, what did she do? She decided, I'm going where he's at. He's in my city. I'm going. I'm go if he ain't in the city, I'll catch a plane, a train, an automobile. I'm going to where he's at. Because that's where the healing resides. She decided. Question, what do you need to decide that you haven't decided? Have you decided to be out of debt or are you just sin? Listen, if you grew up in church, you were taught a lot of bad stuff. One of the things you were taught was just, you know, whatever the Lord's will is, that's what's going to be done. That's not true. That is not true at all. Bishop, how do you know that? Well, one, just look at the earth. You can see that through facts. But number two, what did Jesus teach us to pray? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. Earth, there's the uh, Greek word G, G-E, uh, on earth, which means in our life as it is on heaven, which means the reason we have to pray for his will to be done is because his will isn't being done. She decided, she said, I'm going to where he's at because that's where my healing is. Whatever I have to do, whatever. Listen, and imagine how much faith that took after 12 years of no's. After 12 years of it's not working. After 12 years of nothing changing for them. Just imagine, what do you need to decide? 
Have you decided to be healthy or are you just talking about it? You just talking about it. I'm, I'm just talking about it. I'm just talking about it. I'm just seeing. I'm just trying to see what's going on. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking about it. Okay, well, then you ain't going to be healthy then. Just to be unhealthy then. What? You haven't decided. You haven't decided. You haven't decided. You have not decided. But have you decided not to be caught up in negative emotions? Or do you just, I'm just taking it one minute at a time. Or have you decided I'm not going to be negative? I'm not going to be walking around stuck in some emotions. She decided. So you know what she had to do? Because she, watch me, she has, listen to me, y'all. Can we talk, can I teach this thing for a moment? Oh, I can't wait for church tomorrow night. But can I teach this thing for a moment? Do I have anything? I don't have anything close to me I can use. So she has to get dressed. And she has to dress different than everybody else because she's unclean because of this hemorrhaging flow of blood. And that was de determined unclean. So she had to get dressed. Pay attention. She has to put on clothing that she knows everybody's going to identify her as an unclean woman. So number one, she risks embarrassment. Number two, she's still bleeding. Listen to me. She's still bleeding. She is still hemorrhaging. She is still hemorrhaging. TikTok, I need you to share. She is still, Instagram, I need you to share. Use the triangle, I need y'all to share. I do the preview so that you can get, get excited about the word for the next day and then share it. She's still bleeding. I, I don't think you understand this. So when she steps out, she literally, y'all gotta hear what she had to go through. She literally has to take cloth and garments to cover herself and to wipe herself. Come on, can I go there? Because there is a hemorrhage and a flow that is so bad, a doctor couldn't fix it. They couldn't prescribe anything. Can I get really uh, graphic? There was no maxi pads. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Come on, ladies. Ladies know about this, fellas. We don't know nothing about it, and that's as much as I know. There was nothing. So that means she has to leave her house, risk embarrassment, number one. Number two, she has to leave her house with her issues showing because she's still bleeding and everybody can see it. You ready for this one? And everybody can smell it. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. See, some of you all, your arrogance is why you have not accomplished what you want to accomplish. Because your arrogance got you so fixated on how you look that you don't care how it really is. God don't just want you to look the part. He wants you to be the part. Blood smells. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. And blood coming from where that blood was coming from, sure enough, has a smell. Y'all better say amen on the comments and the chat tonight. You got to hear me. You got to hear me. Not only that, watch me. So she's got to clean herself and cover herself as she's walking. And we don't know how far she has to walk. We don't know where she's from. We don't know how far she walks. I love that comment. Come to him as you are. Because some people are like, well, as soon as I get this together, I'm coming to Jesus. You better come bleeding, stanking. What, whatever you got, 
Come just as you are. Oh my God. Is there anybody else that's excited about the fact that we get to come to God just as we are? Watch me. But we will not stay that way. You will not stay that way. You will not. Don't you ever let anybody judge you and say, God ain't going to love you. God ain't going to accept you. God, mm -mm. you are a whole lie. You are a whole lie. Let's go. Oh my God, it's 944. We got to go. So watch me. Then she gets there. And as she gets there, God, I can't wait to preach this again, a part of it tomorrow night. And when she gets there, y'all, she sees this crowd. She sees this crowd. And she's like, look at all these people. And what I love about it is, that, look at me, is that despite there was a crowd of people there, he was important to her. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You are important to him. Yes, there's a crowd. Yes, there's a crowd. But he sees you too. Yes, there's a crowd. But you are important to him. You are important to him. Yes, there's a bunch of people. But he's coming for you. Oh my God. Look at Job twenty two twenty eight. Because she said to herself, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made well. Job 22 and 28 says, you will decide a thing. She decided. And I walked you through all of what she had to think through when she decided. And sometimes you just got to decide and figure it out later. I told y'all Sunday at 9 15, we did our first interest service last month, the 18th. By the way, if you're in Atlanta, we'd love for you to be a part of our launch team. Go to our website, harvestsearch.church, find out more. Um, and uh, we'll be releasing the date for the next time. Yeah, I'm by there, friend. She's watching. Awesome. Um, but I just announced the date. I just decided. I don't know where we were going to have it. We've been, it's these building negotiations and all this and finding the spot and all that. It's taken so long. Every delay is to our benefit, though. But I just said, we are not delaying anymore. The earth is open. I said, we are having the first one. So I just set the date. I just decided. I just decided. When we were planning our church from scratch with nothing. I ran from the decision for a while and then I just decided. Some of you all, watch me, pay attention. He says, you will decide a thing and you will decree a thing. I'm going to go into this in depth tomorrow about what it means to decree. What it means to decree. Because decree is not, look at me, it is not just speaking it. I'm going to teach you tomorrow what a decree means. I'm going to teach you what a decree means. You decide and you decree. Look at me. And it, what is it? Your decision will be established for you. He says, you're going to have to decide it. You're going to have to decree it. And once you do those two things, drop a two on the screen. Once you do those two things, hear me, then it will be established for you. In other words, God says, I'm going to put a foundation around what you've decided. The reason I haven't put any support behind you, oh my God, is because you haven't decided. So I'll keep saying, God, I just need help with my business. You haven't decided that it was going to be a seven-figure business this year. So he didn't send you the help you needed for it to be a seven-figure business. Y'all better talk to me tonight. Y'all better talk to me tonight. You did not decide. So as a result, you did not see it established. You didn't decide you're not going to have bad relationships. So because you haven't decided that, you keep getting these Icantina situations. You keep getting these horrible people. You keep getting these horrible men, these horrible women. And you're like, God, what's wrong? You haven't decided you're going to have a healthy, loving, godly relationship. It's quiet. I'm going to teach you about decree tomorrow night. You haven't decided to be out of debt. I decided that years ago. I made the decision. I said, I'm not, I'm not doing debt. 
So you know what I began to do? I began to pray. And I said, I began to pray and I began to sow. And my seed, oh, listen, don't you ever judge somebody's harvest unless you check their seed first. Don't judge my harvest unless you check my seed. I sow and continue to sow. To this day, I'm an extravagant giver. I only share that with you because I encourage you to do the same. When it comes to giving to God, I'm like, do it, Lord, do it, Lord, do it, Lord. Like that gut, that money machine they had for me, that one series. Um, I got the money machine. I decided that. I decided I'm not doing debt. So watch me. After I made that decision, then God established that. Y'all got to hear me. He established that. He said, all right, you're going to need to get your sewing together. You're going to need to get your stacking together. I'm going to need you to learn how to spend way less than what you bring in. I'm going to need you to learn how to make sure your expenses stay very low. I'm going to need you to learn. You don't have, look at me. You don't have anybody to impress. You have no, so my, I have nobody to impress. I don't have to wear nothing to impress nobody. I don't have to buy nothing to impress nobody. Y'all got to hear me. Till this day, that's my decision. To the, so when people are like, mm, like mm -mm, I ain't doing that. Nope, nope, nope. I have decided. I'm just using that as an example. To God be the glory. I'm not trying to be braggadocious or self-aggrandized. All right? And it will be established for you. And the light of God's favor will shine on your ways. What does that mean? Once you decide, then he's going to shine a light and say, do it like this. Do it like that. But pay attention to what Amplified says. His favor. His favor, his favor, his favor, his favor. In other words, some of you are like, God, oh, where's your favor? Can I ask you a question? What would he put his favor on? You haven't decided anything. What do you want him to favor? Y'all, this is a, like a whole Tuesday night Bible study. I think I'm going to stop calling it preview and call it Tuesday night digital Bible. You know what? I may do that. I'm going to stop calling it message preview because I say a lot of stuff. For those of you who rock with me every Tuesday, every um, every Tuesday at nine o'clock mountain, I do a preview of Wednesday Night Live Bible study. Every Saturday at nine o'clock mountain, I do a preview of Sunday morning messages. Um, but if you've been with me for a while, you already know. You already know. I say a whole lot on Tuesday and Saturday that I'd never say in the messages. By the way, if you're on and you don't follow me, make sure that you click to follow me on either TikTok or Instagram. Here we go. We're done, guys. We're done. Last couple of minutes. We're done. He can't favor anything you haven't decided. You're like, Lord, just give me your favor. For what? Favor for what? You haven't decided anything. You, you don't need favor when you haven't decided anything. Think about it like this. That's like, think about it like this. I'm going to make this really, really, really easy for you to imagine. Could you wave at me if you like to cook? And if you don't like to cook, do two waves if you like to eat. Do three waves if you like to cook and eat. You can do both. Me, um, I just like to eat. I just like to eat. I do not like to cook. I do not. Now, let me tell you something. This air fryer, a harvester got for me. Let me tell you something about that air fryer. I like that air fryer. That air fryer, I looked at the real oven the other day. I was like, Shh, forget you. I'm like, I got a, nah, I got, it's, a, it's somebody new in town, huh? All right, here's the deal. Could you imagine a big old bowl, you ready, of oil? Big old bowl of oil. You, you can pick it. It can be olive oil. It can be coconut oil. It can be canola oil. It can be uh, Crisco that you melted down. You ready? 
Here's the deal. Nothing to cook. Look at me. Drink the oil. Drink the oil. That oil, look at me. It's gross until it serves a purpose. It's disgusting until it has something to go into. It's disgusting until it has a purpose. It's the same way with favor. All you have is a big old bowl of oil. You're like, Lord, give me favor. Give me favor. You just going to drink the oil? The oil, watch me. It's to fry the food. It serves a purpose. It's to go into the cake. It serves a purpose. Some of you keep asking for favor, but for what? You ain't decided anything. You haven't decided anything. You don't need favor. You need to make a decision. I need you to type it on the screen. I am deciding. I am deciding. Guys, I'm out of time, so here's what I got to do. Oh, my God. Tomorrow night's message is called Stop Talking About It, Just Do It. Stop talking about it, just do it. I'm going to go deeper tomorrow into what it means to decide and to decree, and we're going to talk about all of that. It's going to be an amazing word tomorrow night. What time is it? It's 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. If you're in Denver, join us in the building. Um, if you're not in Denver, no problem. You can watch on any of our digital campuses, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, uh, all of that is available. Um, what do you need to do? Best thing to do is to get our app to stay connected. Text the word HARVEST at 877-552-4746. All right. Listen, if this blessed you tonight, I want to encourage you to sow into it. When you sow, uh, bless, always be a blessing to what blesses you. How can you sow? You can use the cash app. Dollar sign, uh, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end, F-O-R-E-M-A-M. You can also use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that is available. If you want to use that, the key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. All right. Again, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. You can sow that way. You say, Bishop, what should I sow? People often ask what to sow. Can I teach you a principle? When you're sowing, when you're sowing, it's a good practice to attach your seed um, to a particular scripture. First um, Samuel 9 talks about the importance of sowing to seal. And so that's where we get that from. You can study that for yourself. Um, you can sow something with this. Verse um, from Mark 5, verse 29. Whatever you sow, put the numbers two and nine in it. Uh, you can do $290, $2,900, cents. Whatever you sow, put the numbers 29 in it. That scripture says immediately. See, there's the question right there. I thought it was coming. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up. Um, verse 29 is a verse about immediately. Um, there's so much in there because remember, Jesus turns around and says, who did this? He was not thinking about her. You're going to do some things this year where God is going to be like, what? What did he do? God, dog, your faith has made you well. All right. Put a 29 in it, whatever you sow. Then I, again, you can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two or uh, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that's available. Hello at HarvardSearch.Church. Last thing I want to do, if you're on it tonight and you are not a Christian, you are not watching this by accident. This has been a whole divine setup for God to come get you. And he's literally coming for you. If you need to become a Christian, Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, I just need you to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me on Instagram or over here on TikTok. When I count to three, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian for the first time, what does it mean to become a Christian? It means you give your life to God. It means you literally say, God, you take over. I choose to live for you. And it's not saying I'm going to be perfect. It's just saying I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to give you my life. 
You put him in the driver's seat. Not only that, but it saves you. Saves you from what? Saves you from yourself. Saves you from what? Saves you from hell. Um, not just the hell that happens after life, but the hell that you can create on the earth. And to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on three. Do the hand with emoji. Say to me, one, two, three, go. Respond right now. Respond right now. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Just respond right now. Do that hand with emoji or say it's me. I got folks that are watching on both platforms. Do that hand with emoji or say it's me right now where you're at. Come on. I'm waiting on you. Five, waiting on you. Four, people got saved last night. People always get saved every single week at all of our digital streams and everything that we do every single week. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I'm waiting on you. Five, I'm waiting on you. Four, hit that hand wave emoji. If you don't know how to do that, just say, it's me. Three, two, don't miss your moment. Don't miss your moment. But Bishop, I'm nervous. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to look down on you. We just want to extend this opportunity to you. One, everybody pray this prayer with me. Everybody. And you can still respond, even if you're watching on the replay. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race. I love you. From this day forward, my life is yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to text the word decision. If you just prayed that prayer for the very first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, text the word decision to the phone number 877 five, five, two, four, seven, four, six. Will you do that? We're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Love you all. I pray you have an amazing night. Again, if this bless you, be a blessing to it. You can sow again, use the cash app dollar sign, which form number two or PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all that's available. The email is hello at harvardsearch.church. I need you all to share. When we get off, I need you to share. Um, the reason I do these previews on Tuesdays and Saturdays is not because I have nothing else to do, although I love spending this time with you. It is because I like to get you excited about the word so then you can go share and get other people excited about the word. I want you to talk about it at work tomorrow. I want you to be on your work. I am talking about it. I want you to email it to people, text it to people. Shoot this video link to people. For those of you on Instagram, put it in your story. For those of you on TikTok, I don't know if you can do that, but just click the share button and make sure that people see it. All right. Love you all. Pray you have an amazing night and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Shalom, everybody. God bless. Bye, TikTok. That was awesome. So let's look at our TikTok numbers, Instagram. It says a total of 405 viewers, nine new followers. I don't know what this means. 671 diamonds. I don't know what that means. And, and, um, I don't know what that means, but boom, so you can see it. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. To God be the glory. All right. Need you to make sure that you always share. Love you all. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.